if it is or if it ain't, it's gonna come out. Good morning, everybody. It's your girl, Miracle Sims, and you're listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. It is March the 27th, 2023, and today the topic is the infamous God. Happy Monday. (laughs) Happy Monday, everyone. I hope that you all had a wonderful weekend. Mine was just fine. Uh... In a nutshell, I mean, you know, Saturday, I spent the day with my little guy. We did a movie day, me and him. And then after that, it was all about, I guess, just getting rest and whatnot. That's pretty much what Saturday looked like. And then yesterday was quite busy, y'all. Went to church, worked three services, things like that. And then right after that, I went to go do a birthday party with Madame Miraculous and and big thinkers and everything like that and so yeah by the time I got home and ate a little something your girl was pooped uh I knocked out and next thing I know I was waking up at 9 44 <laughs> um yeah I woke up around 9 44 apparently because that's what time I made a note of and everything like that and um had really deep conversation with my husband um at some point later on in the Midnight hours, I guess you would say. Next thing I know, I woke up uh, after my, um, you know, official time that I'm supposed to be waking up, which was around, I think it was, I think it was 4.55 is when I woke up. Um, And then, obviously, I must have fell asleep on the prayer meditation because next thing I know, I was waking up at 5.27. So all of those things, I guess, are significant, all those numbers. (laughs) Um, And I'll tell y'all how momentarily. So... Um, this conversation of the infamous God, um, well, like I said, th- those numbers <laughs> all meant something. Cause when I started to look up the verses and whatnot, um, at some point I was like, just, they seemed random as always, but then I guess by going a little deeper and stuff, um, I see how they all started to correlate. Um, the verses that I feel led to share today, um, the ones, the ones that stood out to me. So, for 9.44, I'm going to be reading Luke 9.44. Um, for 4.55, I'm actually going to be reading Isaiah 55 and 4. And then for 5.27, I'm going to be reading Ephesians 5 and 27. So uh, when I put all those verses together, they look like a nice statement. And so I was like, okay. And then after that, I felt led to add those numbers up. So I added all the numbers up, y'all. And it came up with 14.26. I looked up that in the Strong's Concordance, and the two words that was translated in Hebrew was God and then infamy, which I found, for me, I was like, well, that's kind of weird, you know, because <laughs> I don't think about God in an infamous way, right? I don't think about him in a negative way and everything, but at some point, I guess what started to come to me at that point after I read the definition of infamy and everything like that is that, yeah, a lot of people do look at God in a negative way. Um, especially the God of the Bible, put it like that. Um, and so that's the inspiration 
that's the inspiration and in how I got to it. And so let's get into what I, uh, I guess what was revealed to me this morning by uh, taking this time of study. <laughs> let's listen for the juice. All right. So um, I looked at the definition of infamy and this is what it says. The state of being well known for some bad quality or deed. So uh, obviously the first half of that, I'm like, okay, the God of the Bible is well known. Then I'm like, for bad quality or deed? I, again, I felt the same feeling about reading God and infamy together, right? And so I was like, okay. But then again, the, these are the things that kind of opened my, I guess, eyes and heart and mind to the overall picture of, again, the God of the Bible. Because um, whether we pay attention or not, there is a lot of hate for the God of the Bible. It's like people are mad. They don't like what the Bible has to say about Jesus, it doesn't. They don't like what it has to say about, you know, I guess what we need to do in life and all these different things. And so, you know, I obviously had a lot of questions <laughs> as I was reading all these things this morning. But uh, I guess before we get into that, let's get into these verses that um, I came across with those different times that the Lord woke me up. All right. So here's Luke forty-four. Excuse me, Luke nine and forty-four it says. Let these sayings sink down into your ears, for the Son of Man shall be delivered unto the hands of men. And, um, you know, so this is Jesus telling his disciples again and again <laughs> that, hey, you know, they're going to take me, basically. And, and even though it's saying here clearly, hey, let these words sink into your ears, you know, I'm telling you plainly, but what's about to happen, they still didn't get it. And just like we don't get a lot of stuff, man, we, we, I believe we see and hear things all the time from God and then we're still like, oh, what, what do you mean? Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, again, not looking down on the disciples for not understanding, but, um, this was interesting. It stood out to me this morning. Um, there was a couple of other verses that came up with 954, I mean, excuse me, 944, but that was the one that stood out the most. And so then I looked up Isaiah 55 and 4 because that was the one that mainly stood out, even though there are verses that came across with 455, but the 55 and 4 stood out the most. And so I pretty much put these things together. So um, it says, Behold, then shalt call, excuse me, Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and Nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel, for he hath glorified thee. So the first verse is telling me that, you know, okay, God's going to be turned over or Christ is going to be turned over to the hands of men. And then it tells me later on when I'm reading this, it's telling me that it's the nations that knew him not X, Y, and Z. Then it kind of wraps things up with this Ephesians 5 and 27. And that says, that he might he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. And that was the statement this morning that I read um, when I put those different verses together. It was saying Jesus turned was turned over to the um, in the hands of man, nations that knew him and didn't know him X Y and Z. And it tells me the reason why. So he can build this church that without a spot or wrinkle or anything like that. So, again, why is this so shunned? You know, it's very interesting. Um, after I was writing down these verses and whatnot, 
basically some of the recent and current, I guess, current events over the past few years have been coming into my heart and mind. Um, I don't know if y'all know or not, but they say over in Israel, um, somebody presented a bill um, that, you know, I guess basically to stop the... I guess, I don't know if it's particularly targeted towards Christians, but it's mostly targeted towards Christians. And they call it proselytizing. I might not be saying the word correctly. Um, but basically sharing of the gospel is like they're trying to ban that, um, which is very interesting. It has to be directly for Christians because that's one of the main things we're supposed to do. <laughs> Get out here and make disciples, right? We're supposed to be sharing the gospel. And so over in Israel, they're trying to ban that, right? They're trying to make it illegal to... Basically, I guess, share your faith and convert, or whatever the case is, other people um, that are, are other religions. So that's one thing that's happened recently. I know even when my husband and I was talking last night, he mentioned about um, that the Catholic Church have changed up some of the, um, either they've removed or changed up, like, some of the Ten Commandments and whatnot. Like, honestly, if you really, really, like, start to take a look at these things, you really see, like, how just about everything in life, it, it just goes back to, you know, what the Bible says, and, and the complete opposite is being pushed, the complete opposite narrative is, is being promoted, um, and everything like that, and, um, so, yeah, for me, I'm confused, I'm like, well, why, you know, What's so bad about the Bible? Like, I get there's the different things. The, the, obviously, there's hot-button issues that the Bible, you know, lays out, and, and people take issue with those things. But outside of that, like, I mean, what's the the bad when it comes to this message of Christ, right? Why is it worthy of being banned um, in people's hearts and minds and, and everything like that? Like, it's just interesting. Like, I guess you got to just really just think about these things and stuff like that. And so here, here are a few answers. I mean, you know, it may not answer everything completely, but here are some verses that I came across this morning that might give a little bit or maybe shed a little bit of light as to why some of these things are happening. John 15 and 18, it says, if the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hates you. So, um... You know, that might not be the exact answer of why, but um, maybe it'll help us understand. I mean, again, we feel offended, right? We feel, you know, like, oh, you know, they're coming for the faith and all this different type of stuff. But they've been coming for Christ from the beginning of time, you know? Um, so I guess that's a nice reminder, at least, to know that, okay, well... This isn't something brand new. This has been happening. What did those people do back then to get us to where we are now? And then I guess we must just continue to do those things and follow Christ and trust Him and keep the faith and whatnot, regardless um, of what the world attempts to do. Um, then we got John 3 and 20. It says, For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light lest his works should be exposed. So, I mean, now I know we're in a day and age that people don't tend to care about their wicked, evil deeds. Like, you know, they, they are promoting their own wicked and evil deeds um, and everything like that. But for the most part, I mean, this is something that happens as well. I mean, obviously, what Christ does is expose that we are we, none of us line up. Um, it should be a humbling thing to to show us that okay, I need Christ because 
at the end of the day, I'm never going to be perfect. No matter how many times I could try to follow all the commandments, I could try to do all the things, and there, there'll still be a spot or blemish against me. So therefore, I need Christ in order to, you know, make it, right? In order for the Lord to show me grace, mercy, and, and call me righteous, I need that sacrifice of what Christ did. Um, you know, I think that people will eventually start to get that, um, at least some, you know, those, I guess, that uh, God is called, <laughs> um, start to understanding and get that. And then, you know, they're able to receive the gift. However, there are plenty that don't, um, and everything. And, you know, I guess it, if we're at the point of what they call it, um, oh man, um, Mm, I forgot the the name of the phrase or how it's said, but it's like basically an unrepented heart or uh, a, a mind that is, um, oh man, it's like, I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of that phrase, but basically an unrepented heart. Like if you're someone, for example, that you go, you go through life and you don't feel bad for any of the things you do wrong, like you, you can kill without remorse, you can steal without remorse, any of these things then, um, oh, man, I felt like it was coming to me. <laughs> Sorry, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, there's a phrase for you and there's a representation for you. And that, that shows that at the end of the day, um, those type of hearts and minds are, um, not godly. I'll put it like that. I mean, and it's the, unfortunately, like an antichrist, uh, heart and mind to have. And so, um, you know, if you if you still have, you know, that inkling in the side inside of your heart and, and everything like that, you convicted, if you're convicted and things like that, I mean that that shows that at least, you know, God is still working with you for you and through you. And um, you know, this grace and mercy still can be extended to you. Um and it's available for all. Can we just put that on the table? That's what to me when I get get into the word of God, it shows me that this message is for everybody, not just for this group versus this group. We know, I know we like to separate ourselves, but this, the Bible, when you really get into it, it says this message of Christ is for everyone, man or woman, you know, children, any race, any, any person, like anybody, even if you don't believe it, it's for you as well. Right. Um, and, but it also tells us like what the opposite or alternative option is. If you don't receive it, if you don't accept it, if you don't want to believe whatever the case is you have the free will to do that right but there's also laws and consequences and things in place um about that and i feel like we talked about laws and all that stuff um on saturday or whenever it was so anyway i mean you know these are just things to think about this is what i ended up studying this morning and i mean i guess ultimately uh, this is the juice that, I mean, I guess we're serving an infamous God, at least in some people's uh, hearts and minds. <laughs> you know, they want to see all the bad in God and they don't want to believe again that his way is perfect and all these different things. Um, but I mean, I, I believe that as you get to know God, right, by studying the word for yourself, by seeking him and all these different things, you'll get to see that he ain't that bad. At least in my humble opinion. What I'm reading about Jesus Christ ain't that bad. And, um, you know, ultimately, that's the juice. But, anywho, y'all, the Bible verse of today is John 3 and 17. It says, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might have, excuse me, might be saved. Friends, I hope y'all enjoyed this juice this morning. 
Thank you so much for listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. I pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow, if the Lord's will. Bye-bye. Before I let you go, I have to let you know that I am now a brand ambassador for BoldFaithCosmetics.com, where faith and beauty intersect. Friends, they have the awesome purpose of wanting to just bring inspiration through makeup. I think that is amazing, and I hope that you all check out their awesome lip colors and so much more. So visit BoldFaithCosmetics.com and use the coupon code MIRACLE for 15% off. That's M-I-R-A-C-L-E for 15% off.